On this episode, we talk about Moana's lowest point in the movie and how that parallels in our life and modeling what does she do to get out of her situation. Even though some circumstances may not seem like part of the process of where we should be, it is. As long as you're moving forward, passing that chapter in your life, you look back and you say, oh, I was where I was supposed to be. Taking movies, decoding their message, and applying them for personal growth. This is Decrypted Films Podcast. And now your host, speaker communicator, Jag DeWar. Joined by his brothers, filmmaker Max Sainville and music producer Billy Sainville. In continuing the conversation with Moana, this movie's so good, I love it. Um, one part I wanted to talk about was the difference between Moana and everybody else in the island. There was one key difference that I thought added to everything that she did, and I thought it was her curiosity. Like, she was just curious. Like, she wanted to explore and and see and know about what's out there in the unknown. Mm -hmm. And because she knew everything she had to know about the island, but I like the fact that the difference between them was curiosity. And I think about that with, um, I, I guess you could say the greats and all that. I, I feel like they're more people who we consider greats are more willing to be curious about the craft more than the other person. Like getting into creative ways and details and just like, oh, what, what about this? What about that? And for me, every time it's just this what if and you're going after it, it's the same thing as going out and to the ocean which the grandmother uh, I love how she describes the ocean I love how it misbehaves she mm -hmm. said that in the song and I'm like yeah it's, it's not about trying to control the outside world but allowing yourself to react in a way to what's going on like you have control of how you respond to the outside world so I, I thought that was interesting that separated Moana from everybody else in the island because she was really curious I want to add another separation that I saw between her and the whole island, which is being fearless. Mm. Um, because what I noticed is everyone in the island, obviously, but the grandma, was trying to put their fears on her. Yeah. But she was like a repellent, like it was just bouncing off her. Yeah. Even Maui was trying to put his fears on her. And she they was were just, not going to make it. It was just bouncing off of her, mm. you know, um, to the point where... Um, she was just able to be have that curiosity no matter what and strive and just journey to areas she just like I'm just gonna roll the dice and see what happens mm -hmm. you know um, so that was another thing that I saw I noticed as well yeah I mean for me if I was Moana I I mean, there's no map or anything that was given to her to be able to say, like, hey, here's the direction. But it wasn't this time around when I watched the movie that the grandmother told um, her to follow the hook that that's in the stars the that represents maui's hook that's where he is they believe that that he's there and so i thought dang that's awesome so she started going and just following that visual and i thought man it goes back to why um vision is so important mm -hmm. vision not as in being able to see but having a, your vision of what you want of what you desire all of that having that clear 
so clear that when you're navigating through these seas and these oceans and waves and craziness, you stick your eyes to the vision to get on course. Because sometimes she fell asleep mm-hmm. and she woke up and she realized, wait, I'm not going in the direction of the vision that I was given. And that was the hook. And she turned back and she was frustrated. But I'm like, man, that's perfect. Like to be able for us to know what the vision is, know it well, and that the decisions you make, because she basically was making decisions, whether to go left or right. And she was able to make that decision because she had something to look at. Mm -hmm. And my thing is, it's scary when if she if she would have been like, listen, this is not for me, even though she did, she like it's easy for people to knock themselves down saying I'm not worthy to have something. And you you dismantle the vision. And now your course is like, where are you going in life? You're going left and right, but you have no direction. And so I love that part. I love it. Sometimes you'll be in a place where you're not expected to be and not realize that it's part of the journey and where you are supposed to be. When she found Maui, she snapped on the ocean like, you were supposed to help me. Like, mm-hmm. why am I here? The boat was all whatever. Mm-hmm. And and then she turned around and she realized she was in the place where Maui was. Mm-hmm. And so we got to realize that even though some circumstances may not seem like um, part of the process of where we should be. Yeah. It is. As long as you're moving forward, you'll realize even after passing that chapter in your life, you'll look back and you'll see, oh, I was where I was supposed to Mm -hmm. be. And you got to use that situation to, you know, go where you need to go. See, I I love that part. I'm so glad you brought it up because I was thinking about the fact that she, prior to her getting to where Maui was, like you said, she asked the ocean, I need help. Yeah. I love that part. Like, I need help. Can you help me? And so you ask the question and you saw what the ocean can do. You would think like, oh, maybe pick her up and take her over. But she, like Billy, you said, she basically the ocean she crashed she pretty much crashed and fell and burned Mm -hmm. or whatever and she ended up on the island saying yo i asked you to help me but you made me crash but yet that crash was the answer to what she needed and it's like (laughs) can we can we say that and it's not that Mm -hmm. easy to say that about certain failures and crashes in our lives is that like do we know like you said billy is that actually bringing us to where we want to be is that actually molding us to the person we want to be because i bet you like you can look back on your lives and your so-called crashes or failures it's like well that actually gave me information and things about myself and tools and a kind of chip on my shoulder and like some motivation to be who i am today so it's like was that crash really a bad thing I think that crash is, is is something that we all need every now and then. Um, and yeah. you know what I noticed about that scene, too, uh, is how uh, she was like, Maui? And then the ocean, all of a sudden, he's like, yeah. Yeah. Back in the water. This was my plan the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, that crash is like, I, I've been through a lot of crash where I'm like, man, why am I even here where I feel like I'm just back in the beginning, but I'm not. It's actually... 
uh, I'm one step forward from what I'm supposed to be, mm-hmm. um, or from what I'm supposed to be, basically. And I, I, I got an example of uh, me working this job uh, last year. I did not want to do this job whatsoever. I did not want to shoot it. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. And throughout the whole shoot, um, or mid halfway mid through, I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And all of a sudden. Um, I'm with the talent and we're chopping it up. He was like, yo, let me get your number. I want to put you on this other project. And it ended up being this huge project that I'm currently working on. Um, Only because like, if I didn't take that crash, quote unquote crash job, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to have the opportunity yeah, I would have missed out on that you opportunity. Never know. Yeah, man. so it's like you would never know. Um, oh my god! What a crash could know. do to your career. What a crash could do to anything. You know. Hey, and another thing is, um, kind of going back to what we were saying before, like a crash is a crash. Maybe they didn't get you that next thing, but technically we can make the crash whatever we want to make it it's our crash we could define it as we as whatever we want it to be defined as and it's just like what are you going to use the crash for and i feel like even if you weren't you didn't make it to maui like what does that mean like what are you going to use that for so i i forgot it was some lyric that that um jay-z said i can't remember exactly how he said it but he was just talking about how losses is not really a loss for me because i'm i learned from it and it's like that's a gain actually and i'm like yeah like Mm -hmm. you get to decide but i think we define our losses based off what other people view them as and so if we go off of what other people view them as our losses are going to seem more negative than it is helpful and so i i just i just like that i love that scene all right there's this one part that gets me every time in this movie and actually the last time i watched it i mean for real to be honest i kind of teared up and it obviously it's the part where moana she basically says choose somebody else her grandmother comes in spirit form and starts encouraging her and telling her look you it's okay i'm proud of you anyway she tries to um to um go and just be like forget it but she can't you know she's something's holding her back to be unable to so then she gets into the song where her grandmother asks do you know who you are and then moana starts singing and this part gets me she talks about who she is and then she talks about her ancestors and as she's talking about her ancestors you see in like a kind of spiritual form slash vision or whatever the ancestors boats are coming and that one main ancestor guy he's standing at the the front of the the ship looks at her in her situation in her time of like at her lonely lonely time and she's about to give up looks at her and nods his head at her and i'm gonna tell you why that part gets me so much it really gets me i'm like getting goosebumps right now because I thought the nod that he did to her was like, listen, I had to go through that too. Like, I had to go through the same thing. And you're looking at me as this, the ancestor, the hero, the, your, your, um, you know, the person you're looking up to. And I'm just saying, 
it's okay. You're on the right path. In the midst of your rough stuff that you're going through, your loneliness right now, Maui's not with you. Your boat is all messed up and broken up. You, f- you seem like you failed. And even then, I'm coming to you and saying, yeah, that's how the path is. You're in the right path. I had to go through it too. And that gets me because the last time I watched it, I visualized that ancestor being like Martin Luther King, looking at my situation and saying like, it's all right, just keep going. And I'm just like, yo, man, if he did it, if he could, if he went through all that crap, it's like this little stuff I'm going through is nothing. So I'm going to get back up and let's fix up this boat and let's keep going on this journey. But that part gets me. It's just a reminder that they're saying like, almost like your heroes are looking at you. It's like, yo, it's okay. I had to go through it too, but you got this. Keep going. And that, that part gets me the most, man. Man. Um, that's powerful. I, I, I want to flip the perspective and kind of, give a message out to all those heroes out there you know there's a lot of people looking up um to the heroes but one thing they don't do is give that nod when they don't know as simple as a nod could help that person yeah you know um to get back up and start the engine and keep it going so anyone's listening out there you know what i'm saying because i know People, people need that head nod. Yeah. You know, give that person a head nod just to help them. You know, strive. Real, yeah. Like obviously, it was more so of an ancestor type of situation. But there's people that have so much experience and know, and those that don't, and they just need that. You know, you're doing a good job. I've been there. And then mm-hmm. that that's enough fuel for them to get back up and keep striving so um immediately when you said that that's yeah. what i thought you know obviously we we saw that perspective of us being um moana but also want to talk to those heroes that's been there that has those generation of experience you know be there for the ones that are going through it too yeah you know? yeah i mean i like the fact that we're focusing on like just straight up either we're you know either we're the position of the ancestor or we're moana ourselves it's just that it's helpful to know that other people have their own boat and they've gone through a crash and all that it's it's i recently it's funny um so my daughter is nine months old right now and um we um we have friends that also had a, a child that their son was born probably like a couple weeks after our daughter and uh we were talking just how new parents are and whatever and one thing that they said was like yeah you know um it's hard to keep up the house like clean and all that and for me i was like oh are you serious like yo i thought it was just me i thought we were slacking because it's rough to keep up the house spotless and clean when you got to come home you got to take care of the baby you got to get things prepared and all that and you're drained and tired and it's like you think that you're slacking you think that you're basically you're crashing i felt like i was crashing but i heard somebody else say yeah i've been crashing too and i'm like oh man you've been crashing too and it just gave me a boost of energy to know that listen i'm not crashing by myself yeah like i'm not slipping up by myself and it's just it goes back to this 
people trying to put up the front that yo on I mean I'm we're in the state of where we are social media uh, you know and it's showing everybody's highlights and showing that yo everything is smooth sailing here everything is cool and it's just like it's hard to see other people saying yo I'm crashing too and so that makes it a little more difficult mm-hmm. but when we know someone else is crashing and going through it, it helps so much when you're in it especially the ones that advanced because the ones that advanced they kind of don't make it look like they ever crashed you know yeah which is like yeah. yo come on you tell me you never crashed it's like yo i never crashed in my life <laughs> yeah, like, i'm really? up here in the top of the food chain it's like nah show your crashes for real mm-hmm. for real oh my goodness uh moving on to an, an, another point um this one's a little little random. It's a silly one where Moana and Maui are on the boat and they're trying to go get his hook. And um, you just find out that Maui is kind of afraid of the heart, right? He's like, she's playing with it. It's like, oh, you talking about this heart right here? He's like, listen, if you keep flashing that thing around, people are going to come after it. Like, it's like, what do you mean? This heart, this heart, right? And so then that big ship comes with all those little evil coconut things. I forgot Mm. what they called them. But, man, they're going at, like, those things are attacking them, like, trying to get at them, shooting arrows and ropes and really going at them. So uh, Moana has to get the chicken. I forgot the chicken's name. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's Hey, hey. Yeah. Hey, 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 yeah. (laughs) That chicken is so funny. brilliant character that they wrote <laughs> so funny the hey hey swallows the heart and they get hey hey the coconuts get hey hey and bring it him to the ship and moana is going after the ship now to to get on there she gets on the ship and all those little coconuts look at her and this is what i actually like she looks at them even though they look evil and she's like coconuts and then she starts swinging at them and I thought that was dope because it's just like she went into something that looks so evil and she was like listen you're just coconuts like mm. let's 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 keep that what it is and let's go out and then she was able to fight them off and so for me it's like you go to a challenge and sometimes I think people make the challenge way too big and it's like yo this is whoa I'm scared like this and all that and she broke it down to the, the simplest form look they're just coconuts I'm about to go get this heart like I'm about to go do what I gotta do and I feel like for me I'm trying to make sure I remember within myself look at a challenge and just make it at its most simplest form like yo it's just this it's not that serious don't go making it bigger than what it is go at it attack it for what it is and I, I love that part yeah sometimes we look at the challenge from too far away and that's what makes it look big but mm, once you get on a boat point. face yeah. to face it's like oh that's it Coconuts. you weren't even really that serious <laughs> <laughs> and wow. so that's one thing we gotta do we gotta be straight up with whatever that challenge is confront it yeah, yeah. basically yeah cause and even with what you said it, from far away it looks huge like we don't know especially we add to it the unknown parts in our own imagination making it even crazier but mm-hmm. I love how you said that but once you get closer to it and you jump into it cool you can attack but my my problem is how most of us just stop at that point of it's mad far away 
that's crazy. I'm not even going to get to know what it is. And I feel like I just hate when things stop us, like stop, like hold us still. And I think, I think this is a good example. Will Smith said this. He said he hates feeling like something scares him or he's afraid to do something. He hates that feeling. So he purposely pushes himself to do it because he doesn't like the fact that he's afraid of something or fear mm. something. And I'm like, Dang, I want that mentality when I see something far away that looks intimidating. Yo, I'm I'm just going to go into it because I don't want to have something that says that made me scared. For all I know, they're just coconuts. And mm-hmm. I just want to be able to go in there and, and do that, man. So I, I, I love mm-hmm. that part. Any key life lessons you guys saw in there that you wanted to bring up that you didn't we didn't bring up yet? Um... Within the movie or the the coconut part? The movie. Oh man, you want to you want to go first or no? Uh, yeah, I'll go with a uh, small one. Um, where she was uh, talking about, hey hey, she was like, sometimes our strength lies beneath the surface. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was like, what, what is this? And then she was like, there's more to hey hey than meets the eyes. Sometimes we may look at situations as dumb, irrelevant, or unintelligent. Um. So, you know, but that's something that we spoke about earlier today mm-hmm. is like no situation is like irrelevant and you, you basically got to use it, even though it may not make sense or it doesn't look like it's something uh, logical to to your process or progress or where you want to go. It's actually something that you need and it's part of your strength, you know. And yeah, that. Yeah. That's basically one. Of, it's just a small one, but I, I saw something significant with Hey Hey uh, that needed to be addressed. Yeah, I agree because it's it's easy to, like you said, look at a situation. It's it's not normal. It's not what we are used to, and it's not it's not what um, we expect, and we kind of prejudge it. But even though Hey Hey was so super weird <laughs> and super crazy. There were times I don't think we realized that Hey Hey actually saved the heart from falling into the water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because he was on the journey, he was able to grab it. And so I, I don't underestimate, kind of like you're saying. Yeah. And I, I love that. I love that so much. Another part, I don't know if you had something, Max. Another part that, that hit me was um, when they were in the realm of monsters and I forgot Tomatobi or Tomato or I forgot what the big crab Crab, I don't know yeah (laughs) I'm sorry guys who's listening the names we are terrible at but Moana came up with a dope idea to take a regular rock Mm -hmm. Use the aluminum something I don't know um, some type of thing to put around the rock to make mm-hmm. it glow and it looked just like the heart and come on man that is like a perfect perfect analogy of the fact that why try to model somebody else's thing because I love that it was the heart there's so many things I like about the heart in this movie where Moana took it from um someone to because it had the power of creation and all that and not realizing that you thought you were grabbing what they were able to produce by um taking something like Mm -hmm. that but it ended up being a curse because it wasn't meant for you Mm -hmm. to have and how many times we want what other people want and it's just like that's not you like don't do it how they're doing it you have your own thing you have your own set thing and so and then another thing is to replicate 
replicate what somebody's doing. I mean, it's good to get inspired by other people and all that, but to not mimic do, them, yeah, and mimic it, and then you're and so they started chasing something that wasn't really the real thing. So mm. it's just so many things that speak there. It's like, are we chasing the fake thing or are we chasing something real? Like I, all those questions pop up in my mind that we can easily be deceived. We can easily get hood, hoodwinked or anything like that. And I, I just want to know what would help us to know like what's the real and what's not. And I thought the crab was going after something for its flashiness. Like that's all he cared about. Mm-hmm. And that Moana used that um for his weakness the fact that you love all this flashy stuff for us to get out of here i'm gonna use your weakness i'm gonna make something flashy for you to pay attention to i'm gonna dip Mm. out and it's just like yo like are we going after these flashy things that is not that have no substance to it and i think that's important for us today is because we need to go after what's real within us, not their version of what's real, or what they're doing, but what is it that you are set and made to go after in your journey and on your your quest? And the replicas don't last. Like the crab realized it, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So you may succeed with whatever you're replicating or trying to do, but you know in your heart it's not real. For real. But it's not going to last. Yeah, that's so crazy. You know what? It's crazy. I just read a book. I forgot which book it was, but they were talking about how, you know, there's um fake Jordans out there or, yeah. or fake Gucci and all that stuff. So, you know, some people try to knock people who buy these expensive stuff saying that, oh, you know, you're spending too much money. I, I'm not really talking about that. I'm talking about some people want to get like a Rolex or whatever to kind of show like what their status is right now. And mm-hmm. I'm not talking about right or wrong with that. I'm just saying that that's what it does. And what the person was talking about, it shoots some dopamine in your mind saying that, yo, like I, I've accomplished something. I got this Rolex, I got these Jordans or whatever like that. Like I accomplished it. So they also did a study on people who get the fake ones. Do they have the same dopamine hit in their mind, which gives you energy boost and all that? And they saw that because the people know it's fake, it doesn't have the same effect, even though it looks the same. It looks just like the real Jordans. It looks just like a Rolex. So it's just like that's material things. But you going after these certain things in life and it's Mm -hmm. like the fake and you trying to get, you know, just to make it look like this or look like that. Mm -hmm. You're yeah, you looking good on the outside, but in the inside, you're not getting the same effect as somebody who actually worked each step of the way for Mm -hmm. what they want. And I thought that was dope. And that goes back to the whole mediocrity thing. I wanted to talk. I talked about earlier is where, they mastered mediocrity because that's mediocrity. They have to go about get the fakeness in life or whatever. Mm-hmm. They mastered mediocrity on that island. And because they did that, it affected what they ate. It affected what went inside of them because their food 
was um, they weren't going out for new food. They were just dealing with this whole plague thing. And it's because you wanted to stay in one place. Now you're starting to consume things that are actually going to start affecting you in the inside. So I, f- I, I feel like people are not thinking enough about the inside. Like, mm-hmm. What is it doing to your character? What is it doing to your mindset? What is it doing to your willpower, your grit? When you are shortcutting it, when you are trying to go after fake things, and I don't think we pay enough attention to that. Yeah, because the ancestors went beyond the reef. That's mm-hmm. where they were, not where they were just staying in that one spot. Exactly. And I, I think that's I think that's what we need, man. I, I think we need to push ourselves to not stay where we are. And it's not necessarily having to leave a job or anything like that. I'm not saying that, but you know, being real with yourself is what's that thing that you really want? That what's that vision that's in the air? that you see that you should be going after and what's holding you back is it people is it fear is it is it not knowing who you are the realness of who you are because if if i'm gonna be very transparent um growing up i thought being haitian was a bad thing because the people around me made it seem like haitians were disgusting and this and this and that but getting older and hearing the stories and the yeah. truth and i'm like wait y'all made me see, think like i was nothing but mm-hmm. look what they accomplished in this and that yeah. i'm like wait what mm-hmm. and it got me when i went to the national um history wait national african-american history museum Ho- hopefully i said that right i went there man and i i saw like all all of that history and all of that and i'm thinking man like why would i make myself seem less than when i'm seeing like what was accomplished and it's just like yo don't look at yourself like that so honestly i let the things around me craft my world and say like you're less than but then when i found out the truth when like moana found out about the ancestors i'm like no man i i come from a line of people who who accomplished things so like it, it just got me so mad that people can go through life believing these lies because other people just don't know yeah. All right, man. So with this movie, I, you got one, Max. Yeah, this is uh, this is one that I, I was waiting to uh, say because metaphorically, we're all Moana, um, and the heart, I believe, metaphorically represents what we love to do um, to help change lives. You know, basically. Um, so one thing we see that journey of her trying to restore the heart and place it in the right spot um and she finally ends up being in a position of placing the heart where she believes it needs to be placed but notice that the part needs to be placed what i would say in a darkness you know mm-hmm. and the way she brung attention to the darkness is that she lift her hands up and put the heart way up high yeah she let it shine yeah you know what i'm saying yeah um so i looked at that scene i was like wow you know in order to to reach the people that are in need to be reached you gotta you gotta stand up and let your light shine yeah yeah. um if not they're not gonna see that light because you easily seen that 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 person turn around so true, yeah. and his eyes just her eyes is just oh wait is that dark guy was a it was a 
girl, right? Yeah, yeah. it was. She was just Tafiti. evil. Okay. Yeah. But she turned around. What? What's her name? Tafiti. Tafiti mm-hmm. turned around, and you could see. Oh my goodness, the glow of that. You know, I need that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like one of, and that's what restored her mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be the person that she was meant to be you know based on just one person shining that light and you know it just motivated me to be like all right i gotta shine my light more you know even if it's a a teaspoon walking into a room or just walking down the street and walking the dog and the neighbor says something like i gotta shine my light to that neighbor to the point where it plants a seed for them to shine their light to the next person you know um I think it. Oh yeah, go ahead, Billy. Uh, with that situation, um, like when you see Tafiti in your life, when you see that fiery situation um, facing you, basically, like Moana, um, she told the circumstance, "Let it come to me." Mm. That's what she said. Yeah. And then the water parted so, so that you know Tafiti could come to her. So we basically have to embrace that heat in order to i guess restore the heart and that's this will like he said show who we truly are and um like are we willing to face the heat and basically restore the heart of you know the purpose yeah i want to add to that because i agree with both of you guys about um basically moana had something it, it, it goes back to not we need to realize man this is not this lone soldier thing and that each of us have something within us that that another person like you said can really use can need and it's just you need to truly be you Uh, Mm -hmm. when you hinder being you like you said max they won't see that what they need to see in you when we trying to be somebody else they won't see the true the true light so when you are being you you're able to show people and have other people be free to be themselves it's just like man we should take it as a calling like a a thing that we need to do is our responsibility to be ourselves be you be you because it helps other people be themselves and the reason you're being you is because people need you to be you and they need you to be you because you have something that they'll need and they got something you need and so just like like you said Moana placed it within her because there was something that was missing that's that's why we need to be ourselves but we're not being ourselves because we don't want to look a certain way we don't want to seem like losers failures Mm -hmm. stupid we let our insecurities stop us from really shining and we need to be ourselves because who you have no idea what people need and and that's that's the thing that honestly i know that drives us is because i i could we could not do this or the podcast or whatever we do in our lives and not realize that yo people are benefiting people probably needed to hear something people probably needed to be touched by something just be you because you have no idea who needs their hole filled up with something that you have yeah it goes back to even the prior movies that we were both speaking about like if alita wasn't her her true self you know what would have happened mm-hmm. if creed decided no nah, i don't want to be a creed what would have happened if captain captain marvel wasn't captain marvel like all of these What's things the have an effect if if they're not being their themselves yeah um it'll all have a negative effect you have to be yourself in order to uh get on top yeah 
And then you only act on that when you realize that there's there's all these people that they're gonna lose out. And yeah. I think that's that's what's important, and I think that's the consistency in which we're, you're saying all these yeah. movies had. It's like they all realize something. Some people are gonna miss out, and I can't let that happen. And mm-hmm. I, I I want that for us on a daily basis. It's just like yo today man i need to be truly me or at least get closer to it who because i know who's gonna miss out and for me it takes visualizing it where it's like who like for example i think about my daughter or think about my wife and it's like what are they missing out when i'm not being truly me well i need to demonstrate this for her and um i i think i view that like we talked about Moana being in the ocean in the boat and she's looking at something that she's going after and that's her guide like so figuring out who you are truly and who you need who you desire to become and being honest with yourself are you going in that direction yeah it's not just about you so with that being said guys what are we giving Moana from one to five rating Moana life lessons hands down for me it's five five for max easy yeah Yeah. I would have to say five as well it was just too good man the the fact that I didn't know my wife found this out Moana means ocean so I thought that was really dope Mm -hmm. but it's the movie in itself is just a perfect illustration about life because this life is straight up unpredictable and it's an ocean and we're all trying to figure out how to navigate i have to give it a five too it, it, it just was too good it, it, it had its different five from the other fives that we given out mm-hmm. but moana man i could watch the fact that i could watch it over and over again and find something new it's just too good If you enjoyed the great content from this episode, share this with somebody who could use it. We are dropping these weekly, so don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. And thank you for joining us on the Decrypted Films podcast. Catch you on the next one.